Welcome to the Fat Cats Rugby Podcast, bringing you candid rugby conversations, great interviews and insights into Ugandan rugby, and a touch of rugby in Africa and the world over. Fat Cats Rugby Podcast is a product of Fat Cats Media Brand for all your audiovisual content needs and equipment hire. Hope you enjoy this episode. Man, eh. do we have the story? <laughs> I was just banging you guys some story. So, mm. man, I tell you about this babe. <laughs> so, I was supposed to buy, like, out, because she uses Wi-Fi, I think at her parents' home or something like that. So, uh, I think she was telling me her data is getting done, and the Wi-Fi had not been subscribed yet. So, I told her, this is after I had traveled and come back from some, some work I was doing. So, I had some kadaim. So I, I tell her, um, I'll, when your data gets finished, let me know. I'll send you some what? Some, some dimes. So that was like, like last week on Thursday. This paper has not yet asked me for data. You get? So I wait. So like yesterday, yesterday I tell her, okay, now you're not asking me for the data. What? Somebody, I promised you some money. She's like, you know, man, what? Um, actually, my parents bought the what? The, I subscribed for the Wi-Fi. Mm. So I, I, I didn't need to ask you for money. It would extremely be unfair. So you guys can tell why I was on a video call that long before the podcast started. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, someone must be smitten or something. But uh, welcome to the Podcast Rugby Podcast. Yeah, that's a, a, a glimpse of what happens off air before we come and give you the rugby. And perhaps we'll have a lot more stories like that. My name is Ruben Kihumuro. Um, with me here, as usual, Dungu Joseph, back from his trip, as he said. Ah, the I, I'd like to call him part of the Fat Cats family, though he comes he is, every man. once in a while. We've had fans who say they missed you. Ah, that is why you're back, Mr. Ankunda Caesar. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, today we have a, a very important guest, a lady in our midst, uh, Madame Sarah Nabahi. Am Nahabi. I pronounce it well? I can pronounce it. Nahabi. Oh, sorry, I said it the other way around. Do you know how to pronounce it? Sarah Nahabi. Hi, Brian. That's correct. That's about correct. Nahabi. This yeah. guy. Hey, Nahabi. What does it mean? Sounds like a name that means like one. Yeah, the I love you, one. Sam. Yeah? The blessed one. The blessed one. Yeah, it's a Samia name. Ehabi in Samia means blessings. Okay. So it's Nahabi. Oh, okay. That's very, very interesting. We'll come back to that. Caesar, Yay. where have you been hiding? What have you been up to? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Uh, I don't know. Should we also tell you have, uh, Happy Valentine's even ah, before? No, no. First wait to that Valentine's plan. You mm. might jinx it. <laughs> well, I've been around, really. Just work, home, the farm, cobs, cobs and cobs. Yeah. I'm back now. I've been seeing a lot of workout videos. I don't know. Is I... there a beach party that I don't know about? No, no. We didn't I, get the memo. I, I, I made a bet with Aredo and Makalama, and I have to achieve it. That's why I'm working out. Okay. That's yeah. very, very interesting. Dungu, you've been telling us you're working out. I'm not seeing any changes, but uh, guys, how's that These going are things that are supposed to remain <laughs> undercover. I don't know why guys have bust my secret. Now I'm on pressure to really show the results. But yeah. guys... um. At the start of this year, we talked about being in a good mood, having mm. good vibes, being healthy, 2023 being happy. So I didn't want to contest for or contend for fattest cut this year. Mm. I wanted to leave it to either you or Edwin 
But you know, if if you lose your 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 stature as a fat person, you lose your place on the Fat Cats podcast. We'll take you <laughs> in the back end. You'll just be probably bringing the water and stuff. But Ruben, you're unusually smart today. Do you have a, you had a date earlier? <laughs> I promise, no, I promise, no throwing shit. Oh, it's how we view. The shirt is soft and nice. Eh? <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'd like to thank all of you guys for always uh, being a part of this podcast, watching on the on our uh, YouTube, also listening on our various audio platforms, and also following us on social media. Last week we had Eddie Chiwanokia here talking about heathens and everything that was happening within heathens. We also talked about banter a little bit. And uh, maybe before we really get into a gist of what we're going to talk about today, um, Sarah, we'd like to just get to know a little bit about you. We know you're from Busia. We know what your name means, the blessed one. But tell us a little bit about you, a little bit of how you um, got into rugby circles and who you are affiliated with. Okay. Uh, like already said, my name is Sarah Nahari Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth yes, Nahari. Yes. Um, like, like you know, I'm a rugby fan. Yeah. I'm a, a mother. I'm a wife. Uh, I love rugby. I came to rugby in 2014. Eddie actually introduced me to rugby. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, I grew up in the quarters, mm. in the quarters, like many of the other rugby players. Okay. But uh, one thing that that hits everyone is that I never used to come to the rugby club. Very often, and mm. my brothers were playing rugby, my friends were playing rugby, my neighbors, and uh, all the other kids that were, had actually grown up in the quarters were playing rugby, mm. but I never used to come to the pitch. So until 2014 is when I had that liberty to move wherever I want to go, then I come to the club, that time I would leave work, come mm. to the club, drink around, then I met Eddie. Yeah. With all his vibe, he kept on saying, go work in a rugby. You know, then I'm like, I'm I see people around here, people are so many. When I'm going to town, I see that the pitch is so crowded. But over time, he just invited me and said, come, uh, watch a game. We'll, you'll keep knowing the dynamics here and there. Get to know this happens like this. Acquaint with people, know a few people around rugby. And of course, with the, the circles from the quarters, then I was already comfortable in the place. So that's how I came into rugby. And over time, I, I learned the sport. I fell in love with it. To an extent that it actually gives me pressure. Oh. So I really, really love rugby. Oh, okay. From that point on. <laughs> that's very that's interesting to know. Yeah. Um, I, I want to uh, compliment Sarah. She's really smart, Sarah. What's, what's, um, what's, what's the um, whole vibe around your fashion sense? Why do you decide to dress like you do? Because I mean, you Those are really smart, and we yeah. appreciate that you are very open to uh, coming to our sense. podcast. Yeah, um, I love being smart. First of all, in all aspects, I love being street smart. I love being brain smart. I love being physical smart. Basically, smart is could be my other name. So I love smartness all the way. Smart yeah. Elizabeth Nahari. Yeah. <laughs> you could call me. Anyway, uh, before we get into any of that other jazz, um, very, very interesting week coming up, um, weekend coming up, and uh, the build-up to it hasn't also disappointed us. We've seen, um, though on the main site has been a bit quiet, yeah, Cobbs and Ethan's are all quiet, no banter this week, guys yeah. are fearing each other, but for the ladies, they are going hard. The two biggest teams are in the country, 
um, Avengers and uh, the Black Pals have been going at it online and they have promised that even on ground it's going to be as hot. Um, Caesar, what are your thoughts on um, the start of the women's uh, season uh, this weekend and in particular that game which will be in Entebbe? Mm, okay, um, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, that was the final of Uganda Cup? Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have n I had not paid close attention to women's rugby. Uh, but then uh, Union did something very special. They, they put the women's game in between the two yeah. games. And so we had to watch it in Interior. So I was, I, I can tell you, I was shocked. I enjoyed that game a lot. I really I enjoyed that game more than I enjoyed the Shield Uganda Cup final. Mm. I enjoyed the women's game. And, and from that, that was then social media shows you they were at it this week and well then there was you you hosted peace i think lekuru yeah emily emily lekuru and then there was that whole saga someone was dropped and then took my attention so then i wanted to come and say who is this person who was dropped that is causing cover <laughs> and then i enjoyed myself so for me um Women's rugby is getting better. I want to believe it's getting better, but I also want to believe it has minimal, minimal. Um, I I saw on the list the only four women's clubs. Mm. Uh, Cobbs is starting up with the Panthers, I think Panthers, and hopefully they can all come up. And then we have three games every game. We have three games every game uh, every weekend. But me, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it comes up. I am going to be at Legends uh, to watch the game. So there's a women's game. Midday, um, it's uh, the Panthers are hosting. Yes, they're hosting Thunderbirds. No, 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 no. They're hosting Eels. There's a team called Eels. <laughs> I, I can't, and, and I don't know why the, everyone has their own pronunciation. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> it's a U. It's a U. It's a U. But I hear guys saying Eels. I promise, I promise you guys, I'll I never pronounce you. that team. So I want to know. <laughs> I'll never pronounce you that name. I'll never. I want to know. I want to know. I'll not attempt. That you team uh -huh. is it from Rams? Yeah, that is ah, Rams' okay. women's team. No, I don't know why. I don't know why our team is not in the. Maybe they haven't yet reached the quarter. I, the last time I checked, you, you, the girls in your team looked like they were a bit underage. I don't know and if they. They're are. young, but man, there are many these days. Oh, I'm so excited about that team. There are many. Then Sema is coaching them with Victor. Oh my God. I can't wait. Well, anyway, let's go back. I like seeing Caesar excited. <laughs> now, have so, what, what do you make of Caesar already? <laughs> Just onset. If you look at Caesar, what do you think? issue about women's rugby and i'm speaking because i watch all my clubs i'm a cops fan i watched i i always had an issue with how like the girls were few but they were very committed and they weren't being coached because our coach was very busy doing schools and stuff so but then all of a sudden my club saw it fitting that when cops and books are training the girls should join in oh my god there's a training session where the girls are more than the boys monday at cricket oval 
the girls are more than the boys and it's amazing and the girls want it they have desire so i'm going to pay close attention to women's rugby this season mm. i want to see anyway um talking about um the season opener for the ladies sarah um what are your thoughts on uh, on the preparation and what the women have been doing building up into this uh, this particular weekend um i think the women are actually ready for the games I see all, all the clubs are really, really focusing on, on, on the season. And uh, the training is actually happening. The girls are actually coming out for training. Although some clubs are really crippling because of issues here and there, and I yeah. will delve in them a, a little later. But uh, I think the clubs are ready and they are willing to take on the season. Yeah, um, uh, the, the Thunderbirds are, are affiliated to the Chadondo setup where you support, um, where you subscribe to, I should say. Maybe just to throw this out, out there. Have you um, kept any tabs on any preparations, any new signings, anything happening, anything we should expect from them this particular season? Yeah, we, we at Thunderbirds actually, we have new girls coming on board. Mm. We've had to sign up a few girls from here and there because... Many of our girls are a bit committed, either work or family. Others are being transferred to workplaces that they cannot make up to training. So the burden has now been on making numbers, and we've, we've signed up a few girls from here and there. We've had to get girls actually from our country and then give them a few basic, uh, basics here and there, like accommodation, feeding, uh, a number of things to make sure that we actually have to be at the team. So, Thunderbird is actually in preps and in high gear to start the season. Okay, that's great. Um, Joseph? Um, Sarah, everyone is talking positively. Um, I want to know, what, what things annoy you about women's rugby? What, what are you mad about? Women are very dynamic. Not women even women generally, dynamic. but uh, generally the sport of women's rugby in Uganda. What's annoying you at the moment? I'll, I'll speak it on, on, on uh, at the end of... Uh, like the administration of uh, the administrative part, starting from the union, the club, and you know, the, the girls themselves. Uh, let me say, start with the girls. The, the ladies love the sport, but when they come to the sport, I think there are a number of things that distract them, and all of a sudden they men in short shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're in shorts, and then someone is watching them. Some of them have feet, others have you know these uh, juicy uh, tights. Someone is watching them from the pitch, and you know, after pitch, they are being confused, given money, given alcohol. Before you know it, three months later, the girl is not on the pitch anymore. Yeah. So that distraction is also there. But also, you know, the focus. I think we need a lot of sensitization and, and giving these women a lot of understanding and education for them to understand that when you delve into the sport, what do you want? What has brought you to the sport? Are you there for a short period of time? Are you there for some reason? Are you there for any material gains? Or are you there because you want to develop a talent and, you know, grow, grow the sport? So you find that girls are there, they're not there. They're there, they're not there. That's why we don't have many girls sign up even for international buyers. You know, like Kenya would come to Uganda and say, yo, we supported this girl. We mm. really want to have her on our team. Who do we approach? What, you know, what club do we need to All the girls are disorganized. Not disorganized. Like, like guys, guys disorganize <laughs> them, I mean. Yes, they really disorganize them. So... And so a message only, to the guys disorganizing the girls. The, not only the guys, <laughs> many things distract them. Yeah. Yeah. So a message to the guys, please leave the girls to play. Let them come and develop their talent. They are there to play. They are there to enjoy their sport. 
and you know, get other things coming later. And, and and when they come to the sport, please encourage them to stay in the sport, even as, in as much as you want to make them, you know, your better half or you someone you want to live your life, your your entire life with. But encourage them to stay in the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. But before we continue with uh with women's rugby, um, uh, you I think everyone here is just um just absorbing the nature that's going around and you can hear the birds, you can hear everything and that is just all um, what the Fred and Winnie BNB is about. It's about the sanctity, the peace of being around here. If you just want to have a getaway, if you want to have space where your family members can uh, visiting can come and have a stay. I mean there are 10 bedrooms available for you here and right. on top of the 10 uh, rooms available you have a fully uh, uh, fully equipped kitchen, you have a power backup system, Wi-Fi, laundry, a chef to cater to you every meal, a Sam Trust buffet, there's breakfast and lots of other things to offer, but there's also pick-up and drop-off to and from Entebbe International Airport. And if you were to travel um, around Kampala or even up country, that can be arranged. But for that, you have to book by calling the number 0778-933-559. And... Um, Tell them that a fat cut sent you for amazing discounts in 2023, especially with Valentine's coming up. You should be making your bookings Guys, right now. Book us, book us Don't do those. La- you know, Ugandans are so used to last-minute booking things. Yes. For us, be organized, man. And, and, and we are very affordable, actually. Our, yeah. rates, our rates are crazy, man. Fat cut podcast is bringing everything at right at your step. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, jumping back into um, what you guys have been talking about, yes, there has been that... Um, destruction sometimes you could say in some instances how how are the leaders in the game uh, take for instance the coaches the team managers how what are they doing to sensitize these girls to keep their heads focused and not focus on the nightlife of rugby all the time not focus on the sweets words that are being whispered um, don't you think that they have a part to play in this particular um, trajectory for the ladies absolutely they, uh, I think uh Starting from the clubs, the club managers, the team managers, the coaches, the senior players in the sport need to come out and actually sensitize these girls for, for them to really understand why they are there. But also looking at uh, the incentives. Some girls look at the incentives that are coming through and they're like, okay, I'm playing this sport probably for uh, talent development, but what am I getting out of it? You know, there are things we've, we've had discussions over. Was saying okay if if, if uh, a player is playing for Thunderbirds at Chadondo, what yeah. incentive does it come with? If if uh, probably they don't have a job, mm. can Chadondo employ them? If they don't have a job, do 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 the fans that ride on the sport come out to to give them opportunities? And if they don't have those opportunities or they don't have the qualifications to get the jobs, have we given them some kind of skills training that actually can help them? You know, find something to do for themselves, say for instance, hands-on skills, uh, brain skills where, you know, you, you can just get onto your own and do something and, you know, get money out of it. So there's a lot of, there's a big gap mm. on the sensitization part. Yeah. And that cuts across with other players, even the men's side and the women's side. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think one of the things that we should leverage on as um, rugby in Uganda, not even just the women, but in general, is the fact that we are still amateur the best way that we can give many of these players values through the networks they create um, I, we have a, a lot of distinguished leaders ceos um, business owners in, in our communities how can they be able to maybe entrust some of these people or maybe equip some of these people with the skills to be able to 
to be, to make better lives for themselves aside from playing rugby. But um, one of the things that has been hap- uh, that has been going on on social media has been many ladies complaining about the fact that uh, that women's rugby is always in the shadows and. In particular, this week that they have a season opener, and the season opener is happening when there is Lions Cup, Cobs versus Heathens, the biggest rugby game in the land. And to make Ever. it worse, um, uh, the Lions Cup is at Legends, yeah. and the ladies are starting their game in Entebbe. In so around the same time so it's pretty much um, you. They have to fight for eyeballs. They have to fight for attention. They have to fight for media. Um, I feel like uh, Caesar had talked about uh, a, a, the Uganda Cup final, where the, the, the women's final was played at the same venue with the men's. Yeah. Why, for a, such a season opener, such a big game, where we want people to get to know more about women's rugby, did they bring Avengers versus uh, Black Pearls also to be played at, at Legends as perhaps a curtain raiser? Or even, if we are trying to be dynamic, have the Lions Cup be a curtain raiser for the women? I mean, those are two big games. We have talked about marketability of, of women's rugby. We have talked about media coverage. And they feel to a certain extent they have been left behind. I want to start with you, Cesar, on this. What are your thoughts on, on, on coverage for the women, marketability and all, with the season coming up and Lions Cup also around the corner? Me, I would think. I would think, first and foremost, uh, changing the game from Busamaga to Legends might have its different dynamics. Avengers is from Entebbe, right? Yes. So it it will be it's a their chance to enjoy the home crowd advantage. So not to take that away. I get I I, I there was a discussion even online with two very influential ladies in women's rugby, and they were having a discussion about, discourse about it. And then, um, for me, what I think, mm. uh, what I think should be done, as a matter of fact, we have NBS. I know NBS also has to. Once it's once marketability, mm. I want to believe everywhere there's a women's game is where the game should be screened. NBS should be. I wanted very much that such a big game of women's rugby. Mm. NBS would have rather gone to Entebbe, yeah. and because at the end of the day, yes, Lions Cup is Lions Cup. It's the most important game in People the league. People will actually be there. They don't plan People to People will it. actually be there. Whether NBA, of course, NBA also wants to show the biggest games for the commercial side. But it side. would be something they are but giving if back. They're here, if they're here to give back to rugby, yeah. if they're here to give back to the sport and develop it, women's rugby needs this coverage more. It really does. I agree with It really does. And Ruben has brought out something that I've never thought about it now. How, how about... On an Elgon Cup match, yeah. the game of the men is at two, yeah. and the women's game is at four. Because but I, you guys, I okay, okay, not the people will come. People early will watch it to watch the men, the men and they will and not leave afterwards. Yeah. They will watch and after, the women. And trust me, after I am telling you, I am one of them. Mm. I didn't know so much about women's rugby. Even when I'll be at Kings Park and the pubs are playing, I'd not pay attention. I'll first go and eat something, waiting for the important <laughs> game. <laughs> but that final. I said, you know what? I'm here. There's nothing to do. Caesar. Let me sit down and watch this match. Caesar. And I really enjoyed that game. And I want to watch more. You get? So we make we have to make drastic decisions because yeah. we are not yet there, men's side, but we are somewhere. Mm. Guys will watch games. How about the women who need the marketability? So me, I think, 
whatever the union is doing, whatever we as clubs are doing, mm. uh, we should concentrate more on marketability should concentrate more on the women's side and i'm telling you women in this country are the most influential beings they watch themselves play they will tell their kids we go to legends and watch these girls and they will wait to watch the other games but if they don't know this and nbs will go a long way something small before Dungu comes in we were talking about how we can improve the mindset of the women. most of these girls most of these girls can be moved like we boys were were handled things like education yeah it's like it is it's something small most of let's say the girls in Naguru in cobs maybe they're in kololo kololo doesn't demand a lot of money yeah and we don't have very many if a club can a club can take up the education all the members all the fans or anyone can take up the education things like sanitary pads or towels like a girl knows i'm going to die for because man when i need them small things yeah. how much is a sanitary towel but if they know that at the time of at the time of the month i can go to my club and it's readily available get a lady if it's sensitive get a lady in that club or who can handle that situation yeah. and small small things that people might undermine but my god they will move we did something giving out food in covid i will always bring this example and i asked Justin, cops. I asked Justin to take food to some players at their homes, and their parents changed their mindset from this this rough game to mm-hmm. hey, you mean your club can do this even in the time you, you get? Then they start thinking. Then they start saying you can go mm-hmm. push coffee to eight p.m. because training ends at seven. Yeah. Before you know it, a sport. So small, small things people might not notice, but they'll help the sport. Yeah, Joseph, you had some thoughts you wanted to share. Well, when you guys do, actually don't give me a chance to speak then, <laughs> my thoughts are distorted. I promise. I promise. But yeah, it's part of learning how to uh, be part of such amazing people that you have to hold on are to your thinking thoughts. thinking about your new girl? Uh, we can put her on. Are you guys, blushing? Let me, let me, ah, now, let me tell you guys. Yeah? Ruben, um, <laughs> <laughs> man, this will seem so colorless. Eh? Hey. Ruben, but let me, let me keep calm and be easy. Mm. Man, I want to ask uh, Sarah something. Uh, Sarah, yeah. who is that one rugby player, a female rugby player that you feel does not get the attention she deserves, and you believe they've played so much, so well, they are probably bubbling under, and yeah, to your, in your eyes, they are someone that actually deserves so much recognition. None of those that would come to my mind immediately, but I think mm, there are so many. There are so many, and, and I wouldn't say this one, because each of them has a need. Each of them has a need that is actually, that actually needs much attention. So I wouldn't say this particular one or the other particular one, but we've had rugby players who, who have actually given their heads online for, for, the, yeah. for the country yeah. and for the club. So I wouldn't really say this one or the other one, but each of them actually has a need that needs urgent attention. Okay, Sarah, where do you see women's rugby in the next two, three years in Uganda? I don't want to say I have a prospect or I have I have a shade of what I see ahead before but, we before yes. we really cover the mishaps that are happening behind here. Yeah. Because if we don't we don't put some of the things right. Yeah. I don't want to say I see it somewhere ahead, even two years or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of the things I really want to 
to mention clearly. We've actually been discussing media visibility. Yeah. Because if we don't give these ladies media visibility, then who is going to see them? Who is going to, to look out for them? That media visibility is very important. Things like on game day, like what you were saying, if we put a women's game as, you know, a major game of the day, yes. and then have the, the, the other line playing game yes. as the categorizer, uh, yeah. mm. that would be something. Everyone will look out for the game and say, you know what, why did they have to put the codes hidden, you know, first, first and then the other game, last, because it's the fifth game. Then everyone would, would like, let me go and watch the women's game. Maybe there's something no, to interest. eat. Yeah. There's something to eat that we don't know that we need to look out for. Yeah. Then, of course, things to do with, you know, call up some girls, ask them, even the fans, what do you expect? You know, even players, how are your preps? How are you prepared for the game? You know, what have you done extra that you think you're going to win about this game? The banter itself. Mm. Because we are not seeing so much banter on social media about women's games. Yeah. Except yeah. for the games that were the internationals that we had in Wankurukoko. Those yeah. ones, at least, there was, to some extent, they were hyped up. And you but, saw what happened yes, to them when they were hyped. Because so there was money. There was money. Exactly. And that's another point. We yeah. need sponsors to come on board for the women. Yeah. Because no one is looking out for sponsors for the women. But do you mm. know that there are women organizations that, that actually are ready. support you guys, You guys know there is a lot happening about climate change. And people are trying to release so much money into climate change. So we can use um, women in sport yeah. as a justification about climate change. I mean, Because exactly. I mean, they're using domestic violence to justify climate change. Exactly. So why not rugby? Maybe we should start thinking around that. I'm yeah, just we anyway. We need people to really look out for women's sponsorship so that people can come on board and support the women. I know there are organizations that are organizations that are passionate about the girl child. And if we got people who actually tap into that opportunity, I mean women's women's rugby would be a mess. Because again, yeah. it is issues to do with their allowances, their welfare. Mm. Because some of them want to play the sport and they're like Okay, I come from Mokono, I have to come to Chadondo, train with my club three times a week or twice a week. I have to do some other physique, I need to go to the gym. But who's giving me that money to do all that? Yes. So you find that those needs are actually derailing or, or pulling down the spot. Ruben, I want you to ask Sarah about the culture at Chadondo. You see, we've seen funds transfer, and Ruben is actually one of the funds that have shifted from their club <laughs> to support another club. Yeah, yeah. But Yes, and he said it online. He left warriors and he's here and see his his blood is actually guilty. So I've seen Sarah from the time I started watching rugby. Rugby till Nugos Ivanang. By the way, but she's a mom, so we can't definitely but you've seen Nugos happening at Kings Park. What's your take on Nugos and all these youths taking what's taking our fans away? The moment it's okay it's, it's, it's kawaii because after the game whether you've lost or <laughs> won like you know there's fear there's music so then it comes in you see when when you, you guys lost the open at against pirates yeah. and one of your one of the fans seen wearing a heathen's jersey mm -hmm. was um, attacked <laughs> not attacked i think she was donated Serving. Uh, uh, I don't want you. Uh, she was serving you goes to uh, uh, change topic. Uh, sour, sour. But anyway, you. this is crazy. But uh, my my point here was Donate. I want you to tell us about the culture yeah. at Shadondo. What is it like to be associated or to feel at home? Just tell us, because oh Ruben here, mm -hmm. grown up, he was supposed to support Cobbs, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. so, supports he played and supports Warriors, but just this season. Says the pirates and impish fan. Okay, 
Uh, there's something at Chadondo that I've always heard from fans, not even only fans, but the customers that come to Chadondo. Yes. They, there are a few things that they, they Oh, see. before you start, eh? Yeah. yeah, we're going to get there. Guys, I hope Chadondo can pay for this ad. Because eh? <laughs> it's, like, it's like now she's going to release. She's going to release that. Take it away. Take it away. This is the information that yeah. I've actually gotten from several people. Uh, most of them say Chadondo is quite unique in such a way that people don't have specific positions where they have to sit. You sit anywhere. And this, this is a place where you bond with everyone else. If I met you at Chadondo and I've seen you somewhere, or never seen you somewhere, you you are on the table, just alone, or the, with the two of you, I'll join you. Yeah. We'll drink. Yeah. If I go to the counter to buy beer, I'll then buy the whole round for all of us, because we're drinking. Are you buying us a round this Saturday at Legends? Absolutely. I'm joking. I'm joking. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. <laughs> so, the, there's that bonding at Chadondo that really doesn't happen maybe everywhere else. You know, when people come to watch rugby, we bond, we sing together. We laugh together, we drink together. For instance, when we come to the stands, it's not, it's my beer, it's Eddie's beer or whoever's beer. When we bring the cartons, when we bring the beers, we're like, this one is not chilled. You know? That's crazy, Caesar. Think about it. When we come out of the stands, we go to the fun park. We are all together. So people grow into the sport because they bond easily with whoever they found at Chadondo and. You know, the, the fans they found there, the new fans that are coming in, and then you find that the, the fan numbers are actually growing by the day. Yes. Okay, that's, so, that's uh, you still have another one? No, just, I just, <laughs> you well, spoke about, Chadondo, and also, no, 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 no. you see, Ruben, when you have people here, and, and also Chadondo built new toilets, that's a very big point, <laughs> my lord. Since I spent it, anyway, me, my issue here is, not issue, but my <laughs> focus is on, because I've seen these guys, they outwardly they look like they're so having so much fun. You get on a match day, Ed is there. They have vuvuzelas. They have a band playing. I mean, I so um, I'm waiting to see on Saturday. That <laughs> band move plays yeah. me, you guys. So my 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 question here okay. is, okay, and go ahead. As, see, I told you guys about this talking my good. Yes, it's disappearing <laughs> anyway. Hey, it blew me away. I didn't see it coming. No, 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 no. I remembered. So. The songs you guys sing during match day. Mm -hmm. Just tell us about the whole. By the way, I wanted yeah. to ask us about that. I don't know how you read my mind, mm -hmm. bro. I'm we, had, we had uh, we had Eddie here. Yeah. Eddie was confusing us. Didn't want to tell us uh, if you guys have practice. Had, you have practice. Do you guys have practice? Because there is a way it is so coordinated. Then Eddie can be like, day. heathens. Yes. Yeah. Then he mentions the narrative. They're like, ah, uh, I'm like, what? These guys are crazy. There is a song at Kings Park they sang where all the guys at some point kept quiet and it was the babes only. Singing. This was like some real choir practice shit. First thing for us, just to work a cappella. Oh, don't sing it. <laughs> so she got, oh, oh, some songs are actually kawa. Mm. So, Sarah, if you don't mind, to mm. work a cappella. Like, um, we can join you, sing a bit for like <laughs> 20 seconds. I'm putting sound spot. Now, okay, the particular one you're actually talking about is the, the, the Amy Bogoya. I don't know if that's so. I don't know the name. First check Caesar. Amy <laughs> where, where the ladies come in, pick up, pick yes. up, pick up. Yes, it's that one. Caesar, Caesar, answer. Uh-huh, we go. Caesar, uh-huh. <laughs> so we say, pick up, pick up, pick up. 
Sija kupika. Sarah, high five, man. Oh my God. Thank you, thank you. Ruben, you guys, you guys, this is crazy, man. <laughs> that was interesting. I don't know how we got there. We were yeah, talking about certain things, but man. yeah. Um, I think you all raise valid points about the marketability and visibility. Mm-hmm. I just want to raise one thing that I don't think you guys have understood or that I don't think you guys are trying to see. That even for, for, for companies like NBS, it yeah. is still uh, a commercial enti- uh, yeah. adventure, I should yeah. say. Mm-hmm. That for them to justify whatever they are doing, they also need the eyeballs, they also need the traction. For them to sell to the sponsors, they also need that. So it will be hard for them to mm-hmm. want to go to Entebbe to probably uh, show that game to... Ruben, can I tell you what's up about that? Let me first finish. Finish. Uh, the few people that are going to... Um, be in Entebbe rather than capture the biggest game in Uganda. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have missed such a very big opportunity to have Avengers, um, Black Pearls play at the same venue as Cobs yeah. and Heathens. Yeah. Why? We need to understand that, yes, rugby is growing, but women's rugby and men's rugby are growing in different levels. These ones are still babies. Yeah. Perhaps you could say uh, men's rugby is like 15 years old, 10 years yeah. old. Yeah. So the, the, we, we need to still carry women's rugby, create awareness. Many people don't even know the names of the teams. Many people don't even know these players. I'm happy I'm seeing now banter between the, the teams online for the, uh, the big clubs in, in whatever, in, in women's rugby. So the approach for the women's, needs to, women's rugby needs to be different than the men's. The men's have the luxury of playing at the different home grounds and enjoying their home grounds because they have established something there. Women haven't yet as much, so they need the awareness as much as possible, especially with the big games. Anyway, that is my thought about that. I wanted to ask you, Robert, Mm. how do we then, what's the, off your head, what's the biggest source of Ugandan men's rugby players? Biggest high school, ideally. How do we do that? How do we break that barrier? Yeah, because this is, is actually wise. Eh? I want to ask. Finish. <laughs> finish. So finish. I promise. Finish. How do we break that barrier? To go because there are girls' schools in this country, across all countries, all regions of yeah. this country. How do we convince a parent, an HM, a PTA, to allow rugby? Because Mr. Valence tried it. I don't know how far it's going. When he's oh, by the way, shout out to Mr. Busy yeah, Man. I hope you watch his podcast. Yeah, I respect yeah. you so much. I love you so when, much, when man. When he switched from college to Navisosa, mm-hmm. he tried bringing, and I want to believe he received some resistance, maybe from Hajat, yeah. from the headmistress, yeah. sorry, uh, to to maybe hey, parents. Yeah. That Hajat, we have our grievances. But she was in electoral commission now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how do we break that barrier? Because I am telling you when we get these girls girls at human beings at an early age can take up anything yeah sure. can take up anything yeah. then how do we get that men, that how we look at rugby and for a, a lady who plays rugby she's not lady like that mm. kind of thing because there are schools that take namagonga who are ladies and all that stuff yeah. can they because they play other sports bro they play have, you, have you seen the they australia chicks who play sevens play all those some you, of those chicks look hot, so bro. I want to it has see nothing to do with rugby. In your mind, on, in your opinion, how do we break that Since barrier? I'm not focusing on and me, realize. Who? <laughs> and who? <laughs> What's your problem? Okay, it's okay, man. And who? Go, uh, not by me. How do we tackle it in your in, in your own opinion? Yeah. Because I think that will also go ahead to get us more teams, to yeah. get us a schools, a girls' schools league. Yeah. Oh my lord. You see. 
that was actually one of my talking points mm. that's actually coming. One thing I also thought about discussing in this podcast was how do we get people to go out and scout out for girls mm. to come and play. Mm. I think it also goes back to funding and our structures with the union. Mm. Because if the union comes out with a clear structure on how to scout for players in mm. schools, mm. then that funding is escalated down to the clubs, to just the clubs to actually say, you know, get out to Chadona and say, okay, we need two women's teams at the club. How you do it, when you do it, it's totally up to you. And you know, try to work around the dynamics of the funding. How do we get our people to go out and scout for these players? Because then we can do it in the schools. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, putting your proposal right on the tables of the table. schools. Yeah. And then have, you know, a few dynamics agreements here. And then, you know, people start going to the schools and train the and girls. Training. And when you start training the girls, you then encourage them to join clubs at a later stage. Mm. Because when they start playing schools rugby, then they come down. Because they'll leave school yeah. at some point. And when they leave school, then they, they get into university or they're doing in technical school. Then they will have to join the clubs. You find them going to Kings Park, Legends, Chadondo. And that's how we are going to grow the numbers. Yeah. But again, it comes with funding and the structures. And the structures. How we do it. Okay. Yeah. So, One thing I also yeah. wanted to discuss yeah. about women's rugby. We, like I said, most of them are distracted because their life, skill, uh, life skills are actually at a low level. Most of them the confidence level is actually very, very low. low. Mm. You find their communication level is skills of living with others, like they cannot interact with their fellows. Their communication skills are so bad. We, we look at it as a, at, a, at a small scale, but when you get in depth with it, you yeah. find that actually communication is very key in the sport. Uh, uh, confidence is very key in the sport because a player can have the skills, a player, player will obtain the skills very well, but Putting them on, on pitch is another thing. So we need also to enhance on their life skills. How do mm. we how do we integrate life skills in sport? Mm -hmm. That is also another topic for another day. But yeah. I know yeah. that is something that we can work <coughs> around to enhance on the ability of these girls and then keep them in the sport. Yes. Who don't have had another better guest to speak about such? Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sarah is, is spot on. Guy, what I wanted to respond about Rubens, uh. I remember when NBS Sport was coming on board, one, they looked at a sport that would give them traction amongst a certain target audience. And I think rugby is doing that. So the, the, the theme behind it, I remember I looked at every single tweet they put out. I read the presser. I wanted to look at this um, agreement and see where it's leading us. They wanted to grow with the sport. Now, here is my uh, plea. If these guys want to grow with the sport, then I think... Women's rugby is the best shot at growing with a sport. Ruben, you get what I mean? Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. You see yourself get somewhere, you need someone to hold hands with women's rugby. NBS sport, don't sleep on it. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Okay, Let's why... talk about um, Lions Cup, man. Yeah, we are going to Lions Cup. But one thing, just I just want you guys to give me one statement. We're going to focus on, on the Avengers versus... Black Pearls, what's your prediction? Avengers, because really, me, I'm um, Faith Nalunga's number one fan, so I'm an <laughs> Avengers fan. Namuga. Namuga. Namuga, Namuga. Sorry. sorry. Why are you Faith Namuga's number one? Uh, it started very deep. Hey, oh <laughs> my lord, sir. <laughs> no, it really, it really, it really, I, uh, I never lie, so it really started from, it started from a very 
bad side, but then I took up because of that I started following her. I really follow her. So I think we should have faith number one fan. Number one fan. So I'm all about Avengers. Faith Namuga. Also, we're giving a shout out that King's Park. But then the King's Park is a Javalimba. So. Avengers. Says, I don't like new ghosts. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. You don't like new ghosts. Pirates and anything. So guys, if there is any girl out there on Saturday, if you can give Caesar new ghosts. <laughs> ah no no I don't. I'm too legends. old for. I'm too old for new the ghosts. There is a prize from the fat cats. <laughs> Just tag us. Show us a clip. Um, get it to us. And yeah. Zyra, what's yeah. your prediction in that game? I think Avengers will take it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's two for Avengers. Which team does uh, Samia Ikoru play for? Sami is not playing at the moment. She's coaching. You need to get updated, man. Yeah, I should, man. I should. Big time. Thunderbirds? Yeah. I'm glad. Okay. I think Thunderbirds will win the game. No, no. Thunderbirds is not playing in the game. Sami has a legend. Thunderbirds is playing a legend. But my prediction for this game is since it's an opener, I will still. I would think. Black Pals will win it because they have so much, um, I don't know, noise. Wow. <laughs> like, no, no, no. What I meant was, uh, <laughs> just tell the truth. You, just, you support the rugby team. <laughs> tell the truth. Anyway, my boy has a bind, boy, Gary, man. I'm assured. Uh, assured. Uh-huh. It's a flex. So yeah. anyway. Massa, shout out, man. Shout- <laughs> I want a t-shirt. It, it, it's be, it's okay. sad. It's really, really sad that I want to watch both the, the women's game and the men's game and they are so far apart. But I am going to say that the Black Pals are going to get that win. But it's of going course. to be a very tight game. You already told us you are leaders. Anyway, okay, okay. Lions Cup. <laughs> Lions Cup, guys. Let me start this off. Let me start this off. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Guys, this is the biggest, hottest, strongest, most ruthless um exciting most awaited game ever in the history in the books of Ugandan rugby especially Kampala Old Boys Rugby Club versus the Chadondo Heathens the Platinum Credit Heathens <laughs> guys Sarah yeah. when you hear this fixture what comes in your mind what what is your most vivid memory of these two clubs play against each other and who are those players that always stand out um when it comes to heavens and codes that's that's an overnight pressure i, I sleep over it i think about it the whole week you attend it's, practice it's, it's a, it's a, not even practice. it's a game that actually uh, gives me chills not only chills but pressure i would say pressure but uh, I like the fact that our boys are resilient. They're always firm to the dots. Our boys, I mean platinum credit students. I don't want to speak for the codes. They are lucky with the coin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said yes without realizing. <laughs> you also go to church so that you get to win coin taxes. Yeah, that would be there. But I want to tell you that Heathens, the Heathens team is actually very firm. And... Uh, we fight to the dot. We fight to the last whistle. Right. So that's that's true. Yeah, and and for me, even because I know, even when we are in the stands and we are contemplating whether we're winning or we're not winning, I know the boys behind there are like, okay, what are we going to tell our fans? 
what statement are we going to put yeah. across like for them to tell them you know this is where we failed this is what happened this is what didn't go right they are always thinking about what they're going to tell their fans so for some reason they they they, they put their bodies online and they're like okay then the fans appreciate that actually i died for the game mm. it just didn't work out it was a bad day in office but they will fight to the dot sir when you've watched the other fixture over time yeah. Who are those players and are still playing that always stand out from your club? Um, there's the uh, Opa. Opa stands out for me every time the game that guy is, is on. crazy, man. Uh, I have yeah. confidence when Aaron and Mike were playing. I know, I know. Okay, there's some kind of leadership on the pitch. There's yeah. some kind of you know bringing the team together and you know commanding the team. So Opa stands out for me most of the time, Michael, Aaron, and then ah, I'll miss Mustafa on pitch because he commands a lot of respect and commands, uh, you know, teamwork on the pitch. I, I put up a tweet where I was telling people to raise a monument near the Chadipo. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I think I think they should heavily consider it, like headgear, strapping. Yeah. And, and Every other player makes a difference on the pitch, but there are those outstanding players that you know when they are on pitch, they will put the team together and you know we will get it there. Yeah, um, Caesar, when you hear Cobbs versus Hebron, what are what what feelings are evoked within you? What feelings are, are portrayed, bro? <laughs> well, uh, before I comment, mm. I would want to go on air and really, really, really. Shout out to Alex for you. I have not gotten a chance ever since he retired. And I've not gotten a chance ever since he retired. And I'm here at one of the most watched podcasts in the country. So, I mean, this is a chance. I would like to thank Alex for what he has done for the sport. Well, I don't think there's anyone who hates Alex in Ugandan rugby. I really don't think. And for, the, for what he has done for the country, uh, for the sport... For schools, he coached my school. The only trophy that I ever won in six years. What? He, he coached us. He coached us then. He's, he imparted knowledge that some people still use even now. Oh my God! I would like to thank him for what he has done for the sport. Back to the game. Before you continue, Alex Muriru was your coach when in 2009. Yes, when Kasozi was. He was him and Chris oh. Lubega. Oh, you, you yes. still have a high school podcast pending. High school. Uh, yeah, we really need that. That anyway, one is crazy. Need a couple of weavers here, yeah. a couple of famblers, and yeah. a couple of I don't know what they call guys from Budo, but uh, the, the, just ah, don't. Yeah, I don't promise. Don't. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Continue with your monologue. Cops heathens. Well, that's the one game. From when you're a child, walk us through Caesar, man. Ah, uh, you see now. I've Make been, it vivid. I've been on both sides of this game. Mm-hmm. I've been on both sides of this game. Unfortunately, or rather fortunately. Um, in high school, like I told you, we were being coached by heathens. So we would be released. Oh, God bless that HM. We'll be released to go and watch club games and then watch heathens playing cobs. And uh, one of the vivid moments I'll never forget. And heathens had a white center in our S6, mm. S6, S5. Heathens had a white center. Uh, we were watching a game. Cobbs Heathens. Cobbs was still sponsored by, I think, UTL, UTL or DMAC. I don't remember. Pro- UTL. UTL. Adrian was playing. And Adrian, uh, Adrian, they passed the ball to Adrian and was running. That white center gave him. And he dropped the ball. I've never shouted in my life. 
Oh, there, I didn't know. I didn't did know you watch that on, heat? I didn't know later on that I would be sub, I would be crying for Cobbs. But I've been on both sides. And I have moments. I have moments. There's a time Victor cooks over just for Victor. And <laughs> you're an old guy. You're forced to kick the ball to Cox. He stopped there. And, uh, I, admit, I mean, that game is so important in my life. I am. I'm sorry, sir. Can you miss I'm your like wedding? You. Your own wedding. Ah, uh, please. <laughs> I'm. I'm like you. That game keeps me awake. I've yeah. not been. I. 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 I have ways of dealing with it. I mm. always watch. I've watched the two training sessions. That I'm supposed to go to the farm on Thursday. I have cancelled that. I have to watch yeah. the training session on Thursday. I need to calm myself down because yeah. our team. Our team is good. Our team is good. But so is Heathens. And no matter how bad our teams are, mm. on that game. Yeah. Everyone shows up because we respect each other. Yeah. No one despises the other. Mm. No, no Cobbs player often can enter a game saying, ah, that Heathens is weak. Mm. Because we know that game. It's yeah. the most important game in the land. Yeah. Yes, Pirates has won the league, and but it's still the game they want to catch up to. It's, pretty mm. great, it's the it's pretty most pretty international game. Sure, sure. And for me, mm. Lions Cup, and with it's just that we have issues here in rugby and everything, yeah. players going, same, not being professional. That game, that game has had over the years, it has had the potential of being the most important game yeah. in East African rugby mm. because it's it has a lot going on it. The battles of Matayo and Aman, I will, I can't stop. And you see, no, so for I, me, I just want to just something small. For me, this game on Saturday, mm. also it has that backing from what happens in the semi-final. Um, if you watch the semi-final of Uganda Cup, sure. any player who played that game, any player who will just attack the ref once in a while, will attack the coin. But even the dirty, the dirty moves that were there in the game, mm-hmm. like you after that dirty move, you're trying to eye gouge me. Then you see guys tapping themselves because it's it, that was the most beautiful game I've watched the last five years. It was so full of respect power mm. i can't wait for that game on saturday because we have to revenge yeah. that coin nonsense we can't allow it to go to the coin again then i'm sure they also want to do yeah, you guys want to better. do better mm. especially because you've already lost against pirates and you want mm. to catch up to the league and <laughs> just know that i'm going to be i'm going to be yeah 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 it was all, it was always <laughs> steep on, uh, what's that thing Paul Volt. Ah, this <laughs> bad. Ah, but I'm going to be high for that game because yeah. if I'm if I'm sober for that game, yeah. I will not survive it. So I need so to be extremely high to deal with the pressure. Sure. Thank you, Joseph. Uh-huh. Guys, um, I'll never forget a gentleman who passed away, and I will always uh, pay tribute to him, Peter Ofong. Mm. Mm. You see, I've watched Cobb's Heathens games. I've listened to stories. I've heard. But Peter Ofong, I remember I had an interview with him. And Peter is this uh, gent who made it very clear to me that games don't get any better. They don't. Stars are never unveiled like they are during the Lions Cup. So, Peter, wherever you are, man, big up, much respect. You told me what this fixture means. I even get chills. Because, you see, I've, I've watched... This fixture since uh, about uh, 2015, mm. and I mean, there's so much. Like you guys said, there's bloodshed, there's mm. tri-scored, stars are being born, 
I remember that's that's one of the games that led to Karim being unearthed crazy as that guy who was blistering pace, can score, beat his defender. Um, I believe Saturday's game, should we get to the part where it will be won? We're going to get that. You can finish okay. with what you're saying. So, I believe for every rugby fan out there, it's it's not it's not Sirugambo, Sirugambo, man. It's real. It's going down. Saturday, Legends, 3 p.m. You are going to watch a game better than the Uganda Cup semi-final. I promise. 100%. 100%. Yeah, um, it's, been, it's been a minute since Cobbs has actually gotten that win against Heathens. Heathens went off last season and beat and then even the meeting in uh, the... In the whatever in the semi-finals of the Uganda Cup that ended in a draw over um, uh, full time and then extra time until the coin toss that Heathens won. Yeah. Still, they found a way of winning that as well. Um, Sarah, yeah. where do you? I, I'm I'm assuming you're you're giving Heathens that win. Um, where do you think Heathens will will edge um, Cobbs in that particular Which encounter? Areas of the game. Yeah. Um. So, um, gentlemen, uh, since you're both Cobb's passionate people... No, I'm a fat cat, bro. I'm here as a fat cat's um, co-host, bro. All right. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a case of vengeance on one side um, for Cobb's having not won the semi-final of the Uganda Cup. And also, just a case of pride. But also looking at it from a heathen's point of view, this is the first time in a while that heathens did not start the league the way they normally, they normally do. do. Mm. So, um, this is going to be an ultimate test. I know they got the win against Buffaloes at Chad Dondo, but um, this is a much, much more stern test. Um, what do you think is going to be... Um, how do you think this game is going to go and where do you think it's going to be won? I have... Uh, I have five. I have five pointers, and I'm going to tell them to you quickly. But in the right order of <laughs> the number one is the highest. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what they say in English. Mm. Five, one, the park. I think this game is going to be one in the park. Whoever, whoever wins that first scrum down, first scrum down, I think is going to win. And I'm not. It's the one set piece because I. Th- I am not so sure about lineouts, but the one set piece I'm sure is going to, to tilt the dominance over is going to be on the pack. And whoever shows up that day with a stronger, more organized pack yeah. is winning that game. One. Two, mm. the, number nine, the halfbacks. They are going to be very influential in this game. Very influential because then we will know. If Heathens is mauled by Cobbs, then it's up to Aaron. I don't know. I think it's Aaron who plays nine. Mm-hmm. It's up to Aaron to secure their ball quickly out of the scrum down before their scrum down s- slips. And the reverse is true mm-hmm. yeah. with Davis and or Paul, whoever will be playing on number nine. Yeah. Um, then number three, number three is going to be on the kickers. The kickers are going to be, both teams are very good kickers. Yeah. 
very good kickers and where whichever kicker whichever kicker shows up that day whichever kicker shows up that day will win that team because this, I don't think this game is going to have very many tries because everyone's defense I think is going to be on top mm. so the penalties that are given out whoever is daring enough to kick from the center from beyond the center all I think will t- tilt over this game whoever is whoever comes with their kicking boots will win this game number 4 the fans um the fans will be very very influential Heathens yeah. has an issue with their fans they chest and they chase us or whatever so if they come and show that day Trust that me, we, are one, may unite, we are may unite when on they come and the, 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 that alone tilts the mindset of people mm. are like eh, these guys are fighting how yeah. come they are supporting still you? Yeah. you get it's and crazy. it will also push their players over Cops fans, once they come and they are ready to make noise, abuse each other and abuse the rest. Mm. And, you know, it's also going to be, but the biggest, the biggest ever, ever is going to be the mindset. Whoever the comes mindset, when they are ready yeah. for that game, because that game, skills are, yeah. uh, by the way, once you come and you're ready, you, must come wanting. you have to come wanting that game. Yeah. Cops wants revenge. Heathens wants to show that the other one was a mishap. They want mm-hmm. to show that the Pirates game was a bleep in the matrix and it's going to be one with the mind yeah. and everything else I've told you. Thank you. So that is one me. of the most top tire breakdowns I have had in a while in my conversations with rugby. Kudos to that. Ask me. Joseph, how are you? That's my question <laughs> to you. Man, eh, you yeah, this is like my favorite podcast. One day, one day. <laughs> Please <laughs> watch, man. <laughs> Good, man. Uh-huh. This is a, we, we spoke, man. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Joseph, um, yeah. Thoughts on the game. Thoughts where it will be won, and thoughts on what you're you're foreseeing for Saturday. Guys, for the first time ever, I'll say very few words. This game will be won by a team that can score. Because the scrums may be a crazy contest. The lineouts may be crazy. The uh, collisions will be crazy, powerful, and all that. But who will score? If you cannot score, then you will not win the game. That's as simple as that. Because you remember the semi-final? Both teams were failing to score. So we couldn't tell who would win. Mm. Uh, so the team that will score will actually win the game. Then, I, again, it will come on to the squad selection and uh, changes made, I believe. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is it time to get Caesar mm. on? Is it time to get Ruben off? Yeah. Mm. That kind of thing. Is Ruben, if you notice that he's slacking, perhaps is getting injured, lethargic and all that, yeah. those kind of decisions. Then, um, what else did you ask me, man? What do you foresee for the weekend? What Just from the, the game itself, an entertainment point of view, and also, in general, the fact that uh, Legends is allowing um, uh, the campuses to enter for free, and the fact that it's just very slick move that one. But how, how, how are they? How are they doing that? Um, oh, they have to have a valid a national valid, ID. Valid no, campus ID. Campus ID. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so for the campuses ID. out there, anyone, if you are in ideas. any uni, but, but we have campuses who are adults. You know, doesn't matter. They have IDs. If you are a university student and you have a valid university ID, present it at the legends entrance. I get. I guess that gates will be open as early as ten. So what I foresee, bruv, it's going to be crazy. If you just meet a fat cat out there, give them rubs, bro. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I foresee, man, I, I want to see heathens. I mean, they're, 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 they're on the road. Let them come with a band. 
want the vibe. I want, I want it to be pumped. You know what I mean? You're talking to the right person. So tell, tell Ruben likes. Likes what? Are you my spokesperson? <laughs> also, Ruben, can I say something? Yes. I've always wanted to say, but it's very controversial, so I uh-huh. hope you don't mind. Yeah. I find fault with Heathen's players not warming up from the pitch they're going to play away. Bro. Especially legends. Why? They never, I find big fault. It's a sport. It's a sign of respect. And this, they're going to be cameras. They should be here at Legends an hour before, <laughs> but they don't. And then, okay, it's Wait. cool. They walk. Every time we are playing at Legends, Heathens, even if they're playing Rhinos, even whatever team they're playing, yeah. they'll warm up from Chadi. Then they will walk. For a small. By the time they reach, Robert, okay, whoever, the match commission is mm-hmm. telling them, go and kit up. Man, warm up and drills and everything. It's part of the sport. You I want find to see them warm up. Plus, plus the, the, the I find it Yes, I know. No. For them it works. Mm. But for the for the for the, for the for the love of the, the sport build up. Gender, for the build yeah. up. Imagine now what he's saying. NBS is going to be there and it's only Cobbs warming up. Cobbs warming up. You just see Gonya walking in. Then you just see Gonya warming walking in with these people. His then boots. as soon as they reach in their Kakona. Just say with his boots in his hand. Kakona, they will tell them go and kit up. A man, it I find it disrespectful because they're the only club, only club that do it. Everyone else goes early, apart from them. So I what want of, what I of want guys who arrive, Rams? They arrive like, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, I'm just banging the jazz, man. Guys, chill, relax. Yeah, because, um, yeah. Like you're saying, it's, it's for the love of the sport yeah. and the bonding, and you know, even mm. your fans want to see your pitch. Mm. Uh, you know, they want to see a few drills here and there. Again, the confidence. Yeah, um, yeah. You are stretching well. Yeah. It works really for this guy. Yeah. Well, you understood it. Eh? I think it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, um, me, I think I, I am keen to see um, the condition of the key players. I saw Joseph Aredo limp off at the game against Rams in Makere. We have seen on social media um, Aaron oh, Foyros getting on. some um, physio attention as well. So and there are two players that are really key to the way their teams play. So I'm eager to see what condition will they be in. Is it a case of just being 60% or will they be perhaps 95% because a player that has played for so long can never be 100. Mm-hmm. But um, that is very key for me. And uh, personally, I'm going to align with Heathens for that day. I think they're going to win the game. No disrespect to the Kampala old boys, but I think that um, I think that Heathens just knows how to find those wins and they, they are still angry about that loss against Pirates. So they want to, to really go and ascend to the top and really compete with Cobbs. Because they know if they lose this game, catching up with Cobbs is going to be very hard. Those very are two hard. losses in just about four, three games. Mm. It's not a, a pretty thing. So it's, it's kind of a do or die. It's crazy. So, so you're trying to say Heathens are the um, underdogs? Uh, it kind of puts them in that position. I mean, See, Ruben, the, the, Cobbs, Ruben. the Cobbs look like they have a resurgence. The Cobbs have scored 136 points in two games. Mm. Yeah, they have two bonus point wins and they look very focused and very fit um, but and very efficient. Mm. Their, I saw their scrum on the weekend was very, very dominant. Like, Rams had nothing to say about, no answer for that. It puts Heathens in a very tricky position, an away game. And a loss you cannot avoid. You can't be in the title race and afford to have two losses even before the end of first round. It's yeah. it's bad business, in my opinion. But I really see, don't think see, this game see, has an underdog. It see, has never had an underdog. See, see what, rather, Caesar, you'd put it like, who has more to lose? So, if I'm to make a case for Cobbs, one, 
they've they are this team. I mean, they've been champions, and up until Heathens won the unbeaten, Cobs were champions. You get what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And it has always been between Cobs and Heathens. So, and you see, Cobs has had its rebuilding phase to a point whereby you, they now are supposed to yield. You get what I mean? Mm. You've seen the Kakulas come through, the Karims, the Osunas. You've seen the senior players, the Semwamis, the Chimboas, Mentor, all these players in these positions. So yeah. you believe the team is now jailed. Yeah? And they should start ripping. Mm. So going into this game, you believe they want to get the fruits of their labor. Now, Heathens have just made their partner a gold sponsor. Mm -hmm. That's Platinum Credit. Yeah. They want to show Platinum Credit that, look here, we can get here a win against our biggest fixture mm. on the field. Mm. Then again, they have, they have to prove to their fans that, look here, we are going to wipe those tears from Boyogere. Then they also have to play for their pride. That's not game is going to be hot. So it's going to be crazy. And I, I remember Cobb's social media, Cobb's Twitter shared on there, uh, they shared a bit of stats. And if you look at the statistics, this game has always been won by a close margin. Close margin yeah. Very close margin. That's why I said any team that manages to get points on board. And like Cesar says, in these uh, dominance and in these set pieces, dominance will also be key. So, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, as we now uh, try to wrap this up, I mean, it's been a very, very interesting conversation. I promise Joseph, this, is, this has been a crazy conversation. Um, huh? Let's just try to get onto the other side of things. Um, uh, what's been popping on social media and also just to get a little bit to know about, um, about our guests today. Maybe just to start with social media. What do you think has been has stood out for you on social media this particular week up to this point? Um, it's been... Uh, Basically, people teaching each other about banter mm. and the limits of banter. Mm. I mean, we saw a tweet by Michael. Michael said, guys, look here, there's a thin line between banter and disrespect, yeah. and our fight can hurt us. Yeah. I mean, we put our bodies on the line, we come out, play. Yes, we can tolerate, but it it's definitely has an impact on us. Because I go back to my bed and I'm thinking, oh, this person said this to me, mm. all because I'm playing rugby. Don't yeah. they know that I could actually also maybe afford to stand? next to them in the stands and you get that kind of thing so yeah. and above all okay well there is been so much impis fans are riding on a high horse mm. uh, coming off two week, uh, two wins that's that's a plus for them yeah. i'm looking at ginger hippos they are they are manning the streets you get what i mean yeah they are manning the streets they don't care banter, it's crazy really it's crazy banter. whether they are winning or not yeah. They are manning the streets. They, they put out something that was so amazing. That puzzle was some some different kind of quarter that we have seen in Uganda rugby. <laughs> and once you solved that puzzle, it was basically just giving information about the game between them and Pirates yeah. in Ginger. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, I haven't seen that. that. Haven't seen you that. need to check it out. I need to check it out. Uh, it's it's on the fans, fans, yeah, fans. Yeah, they are really so creative. They are taking time to curate their content. Yeah, um, but again, see, yeah, we appreciate what they're doing. However, I want us to be uh, quite uh, thoughtful on the fact that consistency is what gets you yeah. over. Hippos, don't, don't get us accustomed to this and then lose it. You get what I mean? Mm. Keep like it burning. Keep like it burning. Rhinos right a few years ago. Rhinos, they, they some, shared they scrum, engine pistons, burning. <laughs> and man, before we know yeah. it, Rhinos is silent. But yeah. they have mad artwork though, yeah? yeah. Then from pirates, as usual, their fans, they have a couple of fans. And pirates, we want to host your fans here so that they can talk to us how they go to love you guys. Because it looks like there is a trick behind 
Yeah, something like that. So I'm looking around clubs. Rams, I, mm, they have a few fans, like three on Twitter, something. Then, yeah. yeah um, Joseph, do you have any things, you, anything you'd like to ask our guests about them? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Um, I should have asked this earlier. Uh, your mother. Yeah. Would you interest your kids in playing rugby? And um, what do you think about your kids playing rugby? As my son plays rugby. Oh, oh that's amazing, oh, man. Ruben, you should have asked this. Um, my, my son was just my call. Yes. Yes, send me to college, you look at Yes. And uh, there's rugby, they play rugby. That's crazy. Although on a small scale, and it's something uh-huh. I was advocating on our, on our parents' group that actually yes. can you enhance on this sport? So, uh-huh. Because so many kids want to play this sport, and yeah. you know, the opportunity is actually. Very small. So, yes. can you enhance on the ability for them to play the sport? Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. He's playing uh, tag and chadron though when Christian was training them. Christian Chizito. Yeah. That lady. So, Rhino is in senior two. Mm. So, he's been playing, he's been coming around during holidays, side as the coaching during tag rugby. That's, that's smart. And then he's gotten on to my touch, then go to contact. Contact so, he's there. He's there. Yeah. He's learning. Yeah. Man, guys, I, I think I've enjoyed this podcast so much. Guys, if you're out there and you want to come and tell us your rugby story, you have something to share. Don't feel shy. Man, I, I, my heart is just bursting with joy. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to also oh. ask. Yes? I promise. Just one last <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, Sarah, yeah. have you watched any international rugby? Uh, Countries? You, you yeah, yeah. Countries? Yeah. Probably international, but are probably going to play in the World Cup. I've watched, I've watched some Which country some do you rugby. feel like... Uh, you're close to. Um, Say it. Australia. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. Why? Oh, I've been watching a number of their games. I think they, they have they, they, they have good rugby. I, I do rugby. believe. They okay. Um, yeah. Also, um, I, I think my last question to you would be: um, You, you're a married lady. Yeah. How do you balance your social life? rugby and your family time? Um, first and foremost, I think I, I, have, I have a husband who really appreciates everything I appreciate. When I say I love this, he, he's, like, he's actually supporting his life. Okay, you love it, you love it. Go for it. So, when he got to know that I am very passionate about rugby, that's why he was so worried. He started wondering, who was taking her to rugby? <laughs> 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 like, why, why rugby? And, yeah. you know, then you are there all like whole weekend singing, travels, and those things. I only realized it was just actually out of passion. And then my brothers, like I said, yeah, were playing rugby. Um, so he knew it was a family thing. He knew yeah. it was something that was coming out of passion. Yeah. Then of course I introduced him to Eddie, who they actually bonded and became brothers. It's like okay. Whenever you are trying to be Eddie and your other friends, so it's safe for me. I balance it in such a way that uh, I want to appreciate myself that my kids have actually grown, they're of age. During school time, they are all away. I have only two children. So Amazing. during school time, they are away. So we are just the two of us. You're looking for blood, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I have all the time to go and watch rugby, okay. take a trip. I'm there. And he knows I go passionately. About this sport and that's crazy, man. Caesar, yeah. that's nice. Ask our guest something, man. 
Umi. Yeah, do you have anything for our guests? You have anything for our Do you have anything for our guests? Just in case you do. Just in no, case no, you no. do. No, I, I, maybe. How do I bring this out? You know, you're a guest as well. Yeah, yeah, so but I'm going to, get to ask I'm you. Going, you I'm, I'm to, Caesar, I, 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 ask, ask I want to interest myself in your organization. Chadondo, there are actual yeah. Chadondo. I, every every now and then I get uh, increasing, increasing, ah, increasingly amazed. Mm. Admiration? No, I get amazed by how they do their things. Just last this last week, about Eddie and your membership and mm. okay, but the issues that you're yeah. having, but the whole membership and what it does and uh, man, this I I have workmates who yeah. don't watch rugby, yeah. but they always are looking forward to go to Chadon on Friday, yeah. and I want to know how do you guys do that? How do you get people to get com- convinced to come to to come to Chadondo comfortably and what are the challenges? It might be a very long question. Yeah. What, what challenges have you faced in the sense that to get to that level of people being comfortable? Because when I was growing up, Chadondo was a no-go area. Mm. And then Alex came and trained us and I started going to Chadondo. Mm. But then when, when we left school, I realized I do not fit. But my dear, my classmates frequent Chadondo more than they even come to Legends where we grew up. Yeah. So I want to know what, what caused that shift? What what for maybe what informed that shift because clearly it's not Nigos like King's mm. Park. Mm. So I don't know. It, it intrigues me every now and then. I get something to know about Chadono and I get amazed. You guys put Yet we, love always thought, we always thought Chadono was a place for local people. Yeah. But now most people want to be at Chadono. Caesar, Caesar has no. a yeti season. Eh? Now I think it, 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 it drives from way back. Mm. You see the, the, the initial crowd of Chadono was in Aguruna. Because, because you can even tell, most of the players are actually in And when the sport started growing, that is where people like come from, come and watch the kids, watch the local league, you know. And then it, it started growing from that angle. So, and then when you find people from Naburu and Nakawa, that big community of people coming down to Chadondo, you would bond, you know, talk about our community, talk about our livelihood talk about, you know, a few things that were happening within our community. We had, like, those small centers where where people go and eat food, you know, kumejas on, on yoka bench. So from there, it delved down to Chadondo, and mm. that's how the numbers kept on growing. And then, of course, this is not Kalango. Everyone started laughing the folk last night. Mm. Yeah, so you find that people are leaving offices to come and They even order, by the way, lately. People are living, you know, wherever they are, coming from up country, Come you know, people trips. are working up country, but they're like, okay, I have to be a Chadolo by four, I have to do these reads, I have to do this book. So that's crazy. That's how the numbers kept on growing. And then the dynamic of that friendship and bonding. Mm. You know, like I said, it's a place you've come to, you don't know me, I don't know you, we're sitting on the same table, we'll drink. Mm. Just started. I mean, starts from there. As opposed to other places that I don't want to mention. You yeah. go as you are. Yoka team is your team. And then when you book your table, it's where you sit. Yeah. So when you find people sitting on where you usually sit, you, you look, look at them like, go away. What are you doing here? Go away. Anyway, in about a few seconds, I want to just ask you two things. One, um, what are your thoughts about England in the Six Nations and the World Cup this year? Um, Keeping in mind both of your England fans. Yeah, 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 I know. I am um, <laughs> <coughs> I'm actually waiting to be surprised. I'm not so sure about the both. 
both because made very many changes and I've not been able. I started paying premium to watch Northern Hemisphere rugby, but mm. I haven't yet started watching it. Mm. So I don't know most of the players that you are selected. Selected. So I'm waiting to be amazed. I still believe our chances are very low with the World Cup because I believe we made a mistake chasing a coach a year to the world, not even a year, month to the world. And it will be interesting that we might meet him in the quarter. Yeah, I believe it was a very big mistake. I think he needed to leave, but he needed to leave after the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And secondly, do you have uh, any plans for Valentine's? Oh, well... I will not be in the country, so I don't. You're taking hey. a whole trip outside the country. I'll just not be in the country. I will, ah, I'll be coming back to the country, so I will have jet lag. Yeah. I won't have any plans for. Hey, I'm not going this, this that has far. been very, very um, in, interesting from very, very different angles, and I appreciate all of you guys coming here. Um, yeah, I think it has become a song, but we're always still, guys. Please uh, subscribe to our the YouTube channel. So many um, videos there, shorts and the full videos. Engage with us on social media. Um, let us know um, what you think about our content. There. Let us know what you want us to talk about as well. And anywhere you find a fat cat, have a conversation with him. We are very, very friendly, very approachable people. Otherwise, thanks for being a part of this. And we shall see you next week. Cheers. That's crazy. Thanks for listening in. Share with us your thoughts from today's episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.